I'm Krati Mehra and this is Beyond the Goals podcast. It's my attempt to help you revel in all that life has to offer without pressing pause on your hustle. We learn how to create healthier relationships, a healthier lifestyle, a career that brings us true joy and a life that satisfies us on every level. Forget the conventional ideas of success and happiness because we're going to live a life of value and create an impact that speaks to our place in the world. So let's get started. Welcome back to Beyond the Goals podcast. I'm your host, Krati Mehra, and I'm very glad that you're here. Thank you for tuning in, and I really hope that you are enjoying excellent health, keeping your mind positive, and taking care of your loved ones. This is episode number 59, and we are talking all things manifestation and spiritual well-being with Deandre Nicolette, who is a content creator, manifestation expert, and a creative entrepreneur, deeply invested in helping people create their dream lives. Deandra has a weekly podcast, Manifest Daily, and on the show, she shares her personal experiences with manifestation, spiritual laws, and the trials of everyday life. No stranger to topics such as manifestations, scripting, quantum shifting, the Akashic records, Deandra has found that by sharing her unique perspective, she is able to peel back the layers of societal masking in order to return to her authentic self, while encouraging listeners to do the same. And as someone who got to hang out with her for a little while, I can tell you that that description does not do her justice. I'm always focused on creating content that delivers value to whoever chooses to tune in. But with this episode, I think I was a little self-indulgent. I picked a topic that interests me deeply and a guest whose content has been my cooking and running buddy. (laughs) I refer to Deandra's podcast, of course. Luckily, I'm not the only person who feels strongly about the subject under discussion. Uh, Manifestation, the law of attraction, energetic alignment, communing with the universe. These are topics that we all find endlessly fascinating, right? Partly perhaps because it's uh, so mysterious and otherworldly, but I think also because it offers us this power to shape our reality, not just through hard work and consistent action, but also by channeling the positive forces within us, right? So manifestation with all its possibilities is something we're always, I think, eager and ready to delve deep into, which is what I did when I got to hang with Deandra. And another reason why I'm so excited about this episode is because Deandra Nicolette is an absolute force of positivity. I felt so energized and just happy talking to her. It was a refreshing wonderful conversation and i think that's something you will feel you'll feel that energy as you listen to the episode and during our conversation we talked about deandra's success with manifestation and how she likes to channel the power energetic alignment and why it's important how our spiritual well-being impacts our performance and internal world and our ability to manifest the fundamentals of manifestation and what do we need to know and do to attract abundance the mindset shifts necessary to manifest big goals and get past any internal resistance and resources on offer to help us with the process and so much more. Now, hopefully I've got you all excited and eager to dive in to this conversation. So let's get to it. Thank you so much for doing this, for making time for this conversation. I'm so psyched because I have enjoyed your podcast so much and I'm, I'm so glad that we are doing this topic and I'm doing this topic with you. So, so glad. Thank you so much. Thank you for inviting me. I'm so excited for this conversation. Like it's going to be very good, very juicy. Yeah. 
<laughs> Definitely. It's going to be fascinating. But I before like we dive into the questions, I want to know how does like I'm a coach. I know the subjects that I deal with on a daily basis. I have a degree of like a high degree of emotional investment apart from professional interest also an emotional investment in my subject of interest. So what brought you to this area of expertise? Like what made you want to make this so much a part of your job like talking about manifestation, spiritual well-being, there has to be a story. Yeah, you know what's so funny? Everyone always asks me this question and I feel <laughs> like I'm that one person that doesn't have a singular one moment type of thing. It's been just a collection of moments throughout my life. I've always been really fascinated with psychology and the way mm-hmm. that we think and the reason that we do certain things. And throughout my years, even you know, as a kid, it was always these moments of trying to learn and understand how our reality and how what we see, what we experience is affected by our thoughts, is affected by our mindset, our environment, all these different things. Like I remember having so many moments as a kid where I would realize that like if I thought something that certain things would happen and I used to think like oh my god I'm a witch I have to be careful of what I think and that was you know my thinking as a kid and of course as I grew older I learned more of the nuances around mindset manifestation energy all those different things to kind of make it a little bit more understandable for me and not necessarily um simplify into I, I'm, I'm a witch and more so make it into I'm a co-creator of my, rea- my reality, right? Yeah. But honestly, a lot of it took place uh, in college once I started to study psychology and sociology, once I started to read the self-development books, once I started to actually dive into this. And one moment I do recall, and I always tell this one story, is I was working at this like really just toxic environment, my first full-time job, literally hated the place, okay? And I started to lose myself. Like I literally started to become so depressed. I fell into this place where the world was just dark. Like I mm-hmm. I just hated being like waking up and having to go to that place. And I stopped doing all the things that made me happy. And I remember I had this conversation with my mom and she was just like, what happened? She was like, you were always so positive. So like, yeah. you know, I can create my reality and I can do all these things and I can manifest. And that was sort of the moment where I realized that, yes, I have this power as a co-creator of my reality. And allowing a job to sort of take that away from me is not the person that I want to be in this life. And so I, long story short, I ended up getting fired from that job, which I do think was like such a blessing in disguise yeah, yeah. because the universe pushed me off of a cliff that I was too afraid to leap off of. But ever since that, I've just had so many moments in life where whenever I'm given the choice of like, do I want to allow this thing to make me a victim of my life or do I want to really step into that co-creator Um, persona and really remember my power I choose the latter and I choose to say I'm going to consciously manifest like the reality that I prefer and it's just been learning more about that ever since then like learning about how to do that in different ways different tools um, just how all of these different things affect conscious manifestation in my life personally this is so great I'm so glad that you shared this uh, bit of your history and the way you shared it because this is something that I always constantly like I'm constantly trying to get this across to anybody who's listening being a victim is not okay it's never going to help in any shape or form it's never going to help so I'm so glad we are talking about what we are talking about today but the fact that we are starting from this subject the subject of you Mm -hmm. know believing yourself to be the arbiter of your own fate 
and having the power to create your reality. That's so, so huge. If we could all just believe that, I think the world would be a very different place. So I'm so glad, Deandra. Thank you so much for starting from <laughs> this really like awesome, powerful place. So glad. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Can I ask like, uh, there are of course a lot of ways to go about creating your power. Manifestation, spirituality, I think is one of the most benign, one of the most gentle ways to do it. And I think it's one of the most compassionate, self-loving way to do it. At least that's how I see it. But I have to ask, like with manifestation, there is so much out there that I think it does, not only does it not help with manifestation itself, I think it just sort of makes it so difficult for you to be normal about the whole thing and like add good components to it. I think a lot of it is so unhealthy like the fake it till you make it and forcing yourself to stay po- toxic positivity, I think is so widespread is one of the reasons is manifestation or at least the message that, uh, you know, creators keep putting out there. So uh, with you, can you share like an incident where you felt its power and the rituals that you follow? Because I think mm-hmm. that would really help for us to know. Yeah, so I want to first start off by saying that when it comes to rituals, it's funny, I actually have an episode on my podcast about this called the the de-ritualization of manifestation. And I specifically am talking about how a lot of the conversation that I see online is sort of trying to create this one-size-fits-all understanding of this process and trying to be like, okay, you know, you got to wake up at this time. You got to journal in the morning. You got you to ha- drink this type of tea. You have to do yoga. You have to do all of these specific steps because if you don't, you won't be able to manifest your reality. And I think it goes back to exactly what you were saying earlier. It starts to take your power out of the equation. You now become... Yeah right? A victim of your circumstance by saying that if you don't follow a specific ritual or process, then you are not deserving or worthy of whatever it is that you want to experience in this world, which I completely don't believe, right? So for me, when it comes to a ritual or process, I will say that there are certain things that in this season, I find myself doing quite often, almost routine-like, because that's what makes me feel good. However, those are things that maybe a year ago, two years ago, I wasn't doing. And so I I always like to say this to people is like your ritual, your process, it has to be what is specific for you. Like you can take and look at what I'm doing and look at some of the stuff that I do to manifest. And you can say, I'm going to try this out. I want to test this out because, you know, DeAndre does that. And that seems kind of cool. But if it doesn't resonate with you, leave it alone. Like leave it alone. Don't force yourself to do something because now you're trying to, you know, force yourself to fit into a box and a mold that is not for you. Like you don't even want to do it. So in terms of some of the, you know, the rituals and things that I do, I always say, um, the gym is my specific meditation. So for me, moving my body almost daily is really important to me. Clears my mind. It helps me feel like in a really good high vibe space. I love to dance in the morning. Um, I'll put on music and dance in the morning. That always puts me in like the best mood. I make sure to take my vitamins. That's something where I'm nurturing my vessel, putting, you know, the proper nutrients into my vessel so that it can perform at its highest and peak performance. Sometimes I journal, but it's not every single day. I journal when I feel called to journal. Um, I will often write what I call like my monthly goals and manifestations list. So this is stuff 
stuff that's a mixture of things that I know is sort of within my control, right? If I say mm -hmm. I want to drink X amount of glasses of water per day, or if I say, you know, I want to uh, show up on the podcast and post X amount of episodes per week or per month, like that's something, you know, within my control, but there are the manifestations where they're a little bit more up in the air. If I'm saying that I want to call in you know, a certain amount of extra abundance, or if I want to call in something, right, you know, right. something a little bit more magical. I may not know how it's going to get to me. I may not know when it's going to get to me, but I'm putting that on paper to say, I'm writing that down. That's one of the things I love. Like for me, writing is very powerful. So whenever I write these lists or journal, um, and I feel called to do that, things manifest very quickly for me in that way. And so I, I, again, I only do it when I feel really called to, and I do that once a month manifestations and goals. So that's kind of some of the stuff that I do that resonated with me in this spe specific chapter. Um, in previous chapters, I used to use tarot cards as a tool, oracle cards. I used to pull right. cards. Um, I don't do that any longer. And it's not because I'm, I don't like tarot. I don't like oracle cards. I love them, but in this specific right. chapter, I found that they've naturally phased out and I don't feel called to pick up my cards anymore. Instead, I receive the messages and the downloads and the intuitive nudges just from sort of being from I'll be driving home and I'll get like a you need to do this. So you need to go here. You need to speak to this person. You need to email this person. I'll be in the shower. I'll get messages. I often my guides love to wake me up at 3 a.m. in the morning with messages and that will happen to me often as well. So the rituals, right? I just really want to stress the message of really finding what works for you, experimenting. Go and do the things that you are feeling called to. Try out the different tools that you're seeing online. Um, do the things that really, you know, light you up and allow yourself to create your own ritual in that way. Don't necessarily feel bound to do the things that you're seeing people do on the internet because it's trendy and because people are saying you need to write things down five times on a piece of paper to manifest like you don't need to do that i promise you you don't need to do that yeah so yeah um and i forgot the other part of the question oh my gosh i just went on this whole tangent about the rituals because <laughs> no but i I'm... truly <laughs> feel for those but yeah yeah no i'm glad you did because yes and yes and yes to everything <laughs> all the rituals that you've mentioned but yes also to doing what you feel good about what you feel comfortable with and what you know actually calls out to you not forcing yourself to do anything that i'm big on that so again thank you for sharing that the other part of the question was if you have any story where you know you felt like you truly felt the power of manifestation the power of the universe because those just yeah. give me goosebumps i love those stories yeah oh my gosh i have so many but it, okay one that i can literally speak to because i'm in this spot right now is how I manifested this apartment. So I'm trying to make this long story as short as I can. So I <laughs> lived in Boston. I moved to Jersey to move right. in with a partner. We broke up. And then I was like, you know what? I've always said I wanted to live in the South. So I was kind of like, you know, where do I want to go? Visited Dallas, fell in love with the city of Dallas. And I decided to move here. So when I first moved to Dallas, I actually moved into an apartment that was like close to downtown. It was absolutely gorgeous, newly built, like one of those aesthetically pleasing buildings type of situation, like luxury, you know, all that thing. And it was beautiful. It was great. I lived there for a few months and I remember... The last, it was actually, I want to say it was like maybe June or July. 
I started to feel uneasy in the space. I couldn't exactly explain why. And then certain things started to happen. I would, um, I had a neighbor move in right above me and it was super loud. I would hear my neighbors next door. I started to hear stories of people's cars being broken into, just really things that would make, you know, a single woman who also likes peace and quiet feel very uneasy. And it was kind of weird because it was like all of that wasn't present when I first moved into the space. So I didn't have that version of reality that I was experiencing. And they always say that when it's time for you to move on from a situation, right, God, the universe, will make you very uncomfortable in that situation so that you are prompted to take action, you are prompted to move, you're prompted to follow your intuition. And I remember thinking, I need to leave, I need to move out. And it was such a, oh my God, Deandra, how could you move from one city to another, cross the country almost, and now you're here and you want to leave? And now you want to leave because it costs a lot of money to move to Texas. And then it was, it cost a lot of money to get into the apartment. I was like, oh my gosh, like how, like how, how am I going to do all this? Like, how can I do all this? And so I kept getting the message. I kept getting the nudge. So long story short, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to move. I have to do this, whatever. So I went out and I toured some apartments and I was trying to figure out where am I going to live? Because I don't want to have this experience again. And one of the apartments that I toured was actually one of the first apartments that I had toured when I was first considering moving to Dallas. And I remember when I was first considering moving here, I didn't apply to this, or actually, you know what? I almost applied to this apartment, but what happened, I was trying to contact the lady and she wasn't answering the phone. So I ended up applying to the old apartment that I lived at before. But I came here and I toured and I fell in love. And they had the exact apartment I wanted, the exact layout, the lot, like someone had just moved out. Cause this is a community where people live here for years and years and years. Like it's not a high turnover rate. So someone had just moved out and this specific apartment was available. And I remember applying for it and I, you know, I got the apartment, but looking back at it, the way the dots connected, it was like, this specific unit was not available back then when I wanted it. So in order for me to like have exactly what I like wanted, I had to wait until that time frame. Like I had to apply in last summer, essentially. Um, My income at the time when I first moved to Dallas wasn't where it needed to be. But I ended up getting a raise right before moving into this apartment that qualified (laughs) me for the apartment. Um, I got the exact unit. All of these things happen. And then what's even crazier than manifesting this beautiful space is that when I moved into this space, things started, doors started to open for my podcast. Like I, all the money that I spent that I was like really, really nervous about because I was just like, oh my God, I'm just like spending so much money. And I was getting nervous about all of the money leaving my account. I ended up manifesting um, my first podcast sponsorships. And so that money came right back to me. So it was actually kind of wild the way it happened. Like looking back, I'm like, The timeline, the way it happened, it all had to happen in that way. And it just shows you that sometimes you'll get like a message to take a leap of faith, to move, to do something that seems very like, okay, why are you doing that? That's a waste of money. Or that doesn't make sense. Or like, that's not a smart, logical thing to do. But then you actually follow through, you do it and things will align. This space that I live in now, I kid you not, I had a friend come visit me. She's like, it is so quiet here. 
She was like, I can hear a pin drop. It is so quiet here. I have no issues with noise. I have no issues with anything. Like I have my own private garage. Like it is the most, it's like I live in a house now. It's basically a townhouse. And it's the same as before, except completely upgraded. So honestly, that was one of my favorite manifestations of like last year because it just shows you that having faith and allowing yourself to like take those leaps will will truly pay off. Yeah. Yeah. It's a wonderful story. I love it. <laughs> As I said, it always gives me goosebumps whenever I hear stories like that. I love. I just I think because we all want to have faith, but faith happens in absence of proof. That's what faith is. But yes. still it's just yeah, it's nice to like have other people reinforce their stories from such a positive space. And just, you know, because, and if you want, if you're in that space with them, feeling the, that happiness that they're feeling for their victories, I think it just makes it easier for you to walk that path as well. So thank you so yeah. much for, for sharing that story. Of yeah. course. Yeah. And I completely <laughs> agree with what you said. Like, Faith, you, you, it's hard. And I tell people that sometimes it's like, you have to have faith and I struggle with it at times. Trust me, there are things right now that I'm in the midst of manifesting. Specifically, I'll give you all some tea. I really would love to manifest romantic love right now. Like that's something where I feel like I've done the work on myself. I feel like I'm in a great place where I'm, I'm happy single, but it's like, I love a, you know, a person by my side, a partner. Yeah. But that's something where I keep running into just not the right person. And it takes, you know, that bit of having faith and that saying like, okay, that right person will come along when it's time. Like maybe I think right now is my perfect time, but it's not because maybe I need to do some more work on myself or maybe that person is doing some work on themselves. Maybe there's something else that has to happen before so that when we meet, it's even more magical and even more beautiful. And so a lot of times it is hard to have faith when you're sitting in the moment of like waiting and stuff like that. But what I always tell people is, you know, I like to in some ways like kind of, um, just like distract myself. I don't really, you know, consider it distracting, but I will focus on the things that I truly am passionate about in this moment. So yes, I still think about dating. I'm not necessarily saying like you have to completely not think about or not want what you want. I think it's completely yeah. healthy to say, I want this thing. I'm manifesting this thing. I would love for it to come in. But I also am doing a lot of things to enjoy time with myself right now because I also realize that this is the only moment in my life where I'm going to be single. Like I'm not going to have a partner to think about or I don't have kids to think about. It's just me and and myself. And so I'll do things like I, I've really like just fallen in love with going to the movies by myself. Like, Oh my gosh, it's like my favorite thing to do yeah, on Saturdays these days. Like, I'll, I'll like make a whole day out of it. Like, I'll go to the movies, I'll get lunch after, I'll like go to the mall. It is absolutely like the best thing ever. Like, I'll do that. Or I'll just fall in love with like enjoying my space because living with a partner before showed me that when you live with someone, it's a whole thing. Like, you have to adjust yeah. to someone else. Like, they have to adjust to you. And while it's beautiful to live with a partner and have that, um, have that space shared with each other. I, I love living by myself. I'll say that right now. So it's like being able to put on music when I want to be able to completely take up my entire bed when I sleep. Like I'm just allowing myself to enjoy the luxuries that I have now that are temporary because when I do call that person in, like they'll bring in some beautiful things, but also some of those things that I just mentioned won't be the same anymore. So allowing myself to really enjoy what is my current and present reality is also really important. Yeah. 
Yeah, so like taking steps in the right direction, staying positive, but like maintaining faith uh, and yeah. staying very mindful of what messages the universe is sending you. Yeah, and, and actually, also, you know, yeah. No, so they just uh, being grateful for what you have now, which of course, yes, yeah, which is just really yeah. allowing yourself to enjoy your current experience. Yeah. So if something you are trying to manifest doesn't show up in the timeline that you had set yourself, then you maintain faith, you take positive action and you maintain a grateful mindset and you just stay open to all the possibilities. Right. Absolutely. Because that's another thing is a lot of times you'll have this idea of how it should come in. And if you do, it's like you're focused on this one thing, but maybe it's coming from another direction or coming in a different way. So like you said, just staying open to all the possibilities. Like, yeah. you know, you never know. You truly never know. People's lives change overnight for the better in so many beautiful and miraculous ways that like sometimes people tell their stories and you're like, wow, that's that's wild how that happens. So just being open <laughs> to that as well yes. is really good. Yes. Yeah, I think, yes, that's the one part that I loved about the secret that I loved about like the content on the Internet. As much as I, you know, always have my backup and I hear like some crazy stuff, I'm always like, what if someone takes this too hard and they try so hard, all this toxic positivity infiltrates their life. But mm -hmm. even so, all the stories that do the round about the vision board and creating like these cool ass mansions and sports cars. <laughs> Those yeah. are not, they may not be my uh, point of interest, but even so, it's nice to believe that, you know, that is in the realm of possibility and for people to actually believe that and dream big. I love that. I love that idea that you are going to give yourself, listening to these stories, you'll allow yourself to dream that big because now you know that it's possible. If it can happen to them, it can happen to you. So, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Feel, yeah. Feeling so good about this. Okay. So we talked about faith we talked about maintaining positivity a grateful mindset where does energy come into it because i think often while you are trying to think good thoughts and you are trying to be grateful energy is something it's, it's a energy alignment especially is a more of an involved concept but mm -hmm. energy in itself people have a different understanding we all have a different understanding for me energy is something so vague but it's something i feel like anytime my energy is in a funk i feel it instantly my day mm -hmm. could be going well, but my energy could be all off. I would know that something's not right and I would need to fix it. But that's not true about everyone. So can we talk about energetic alignment and why it's so important? Yeah, this kind of goes back to what you were saying about like the toxic positivity, because often when I hear people talk about energy and manifestation, it's kind of like, mm -hmm. you know, you got to stay high vibe in order to call this thing in or you have to, you know, make sure you're always happy or in like a great mood, yeah. which I don't necessarily agree with. Right. So if we're talking about energy, the whole like high vibe and your manifestation thing is that we're basically saying that when you're in a very high vibrational mood, that you are more likely to attract whatever it is that you're manifesting it's almost kind of like i don't know i'm, just, I'm gonna give a really hopefully this is a good analogy it's like if you're high vibe it's almost like the the fog is cleared right and you can see yeah. the path to whatever it is you're manifesting you can see that thing versus when you're like lower vibe it may be foggy and you might not be able to see that thing even though it's still there you might not necessarily see it and it might make it hard for you to call it in so that's kind of 
where we get into people feeling as if they have to continuously be high vibe in order to manifest that thing. Now, what I will say about energy and emotion is that it is always sort of changing, right? So you mentioned like sometimes you'll be sad or sometimes you'll be in a lower yeah. mood, which is totally fine. We are literally living a human experience and it is absolutely wild to think that you should never be able to experience anything other than happiness and I always say like if you don't experience anything else how will you ever know what happiness feels like what accomplishment feels like what pride feels like love like if you're not ever sort of exposed to the other elements the other emotions but my big thing is that if you ever have a moment where you are feeling lower vibrational right because I'll have those days too especially as a woman it's like I'll specifically my cycle is linked to some of that my the hormones the way my body changes throughout the month so you know obviously pre-cycle that's going to be a different ride than ovulation Mm -hmm, time mm -hmm. than during my actual cycle so for me it's about honoring those moments when I'm feeling lower vibrational giving myself the grace, giving myself the actual nurturing that I need, right? If a loved member or a family member of yours who is also a loved person, someone that you love, okay, were feeling low vibrational or feeling upset sad having not a great day would you be like you need to be happy you need to you need to get together you need to like up and yeah you know just be happy raise your vibration like you wouldn't yeah. approach them with that energy you would approach them with more of a compassionate vibe more of a you know Absolutely. how can i support you right now what do you need from me right now how can i help you to really get through this and to feel more like yourself again and so it's about approaching yourself with that same compassionate, nurturing energy. When you're sad, I always say, you know, throw yourself a pity party, but just know that the party shouldn't go on for too long, okay? You know, parties yes, have a, a yes. start time and end time. So it's like, if I'm ever having a really low vibrational day, maybe it's that instead of going to work in my office, I'm like, today is a couch day. Today I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna sit on the couch with my laptop and I'm gonna work. That's that's what I'm saying. Or maybe today's a day I'm gonna get some ice cream because I'm really just in the mood for some ice cream. I want a comfort thing. Like that's how I'm feeling today. And allowing myself to sort of really nurture myself and hug myself and love on myself and know that that is temporary. Just because I'm having you know a bad day, a sad day, doesn't mean that I'm less deserving of what I'm calling in. Doesn't mean that I won't get what I want. It just means that I'm having a lower vibrational day and maybe there's room for me to explore why I'm feeling that way maybe there's room for me to again just ask myself some questions about why I'm feeling what I'm feeling what I'm feeling um how can I better return to my higher self all that good stuff but with the energy and the shifts I truly believe it's about observing it, allowing yourself to experience it and not judging yourself for it. And then it's like, you're going to have a a higher vibrational day after. You're going to be good after that. I do think that if there is a consistent, like, um, low vibrational state that you're always in that's something where it could be something else right we're we're talking about yes. actual like depression we're talking about something where mm-hmm, you may mm-hmm. need to see a therapist yeah. um a doctor because that is something where if you are constantly in that state and you cannot you don't see yourself ever experiencing a high state that is where we're going to ask to seek outside help where we're going to see a professional for something like that like i said when i went through the time right before um i was fired 
from that really bad job, it was something where that was the lowest I've been and it was consistent. It was literally yeah. for months. And when I was in that state, that's when it's like I had people around me, friends and family, noticing like you haven't been yourself for a while. Like, how do we support you? Who do you need to see? What do you need to do? And for me, the the issue was the job. That was the thing that was causing that for me. If you are constantly experiencing those states, what is the thing causing that for you? And if you can't identify that for yourself and remove that from your equation, then again, seeing a professional and getting that help is definitely necessary. Yeah, absolutely. You've given a very practical approach to a subject that is usually, you know, presented in very vague terms to people. So uh, <laughs> this, this, yeah, this is, this is yes. great. Because you can, like there is, I will, I always tell my clients and anyone who works with me that emotional repression, if you actively indulge in that, you're setting yourself up for a massive fall. And yeah. things are not going to go the way you think they're going to go. Things will happen in a way that's going to be completely beyond your control. You're not going to like it. And it's going to be so much worse than it is in this moment. So this is your moment. Take action. Don't wallow. As you said, like the pity party shouldn't just go on and on. But at the same time, give you, show yourself some love. Show yourself some compassion and mm-hmm. give space to your emotions. So yeah, this is great. So we have talked about energetic alignment and why it's so important. So you believe that when we are in a high vibrational uh, place in our life, it is easier for us to call things in. I believe it's easier for us to see that. Yeah, see the, attract those opportunities and call them in. Yes. Yeah. Can we uh, go a step further and talk about spiritual well-being now? Because spiritual well-being, like your mental health, like your emotional health, there is a spiritual health as well. This is not a wake concept. This is not woo-woo. This is a very real very important subject of you gotta nurture your spirit as well so let's mm-hmm. like, i want to know what spiritual well-being means to you how you think it impacts our performance as an individual and how it impacts how we the way we show up in our relationships as well yeah so i really equate a lot of like the spiritual well-being to faith kind of like bringing back that conversation Because, and I think this can be a little different for everyone. So again, I'm speaking from sort of my personal experience here, but for me, whenever I'm in a space where I truly do have faith, I truly do believe in the things that I'm calling in. I truly believe, um, for me, I believe that we're co-creators. So I believe that yes, we are manifesting our life. We we, We are powerful beings, but I also believe in a higher power, which I call God. And I believe that God is also assisting us in this process. So there are things that doors that maybe I can't open or doors that I can only be led to by that higher power. And then, you know, based on my decisions and my action, all those things, I can walk through those doors and I can do all that good stuff. So when it comes to faith, I have personally noticed the times when I am just lacking in my faith when I feel very hopeless or when I have felt hopeless that truly it reflects in all the other areas of my life like I become you know I'm, I'm in the pity party mode right I'm wallowing I'm not necessarily taking care of my vessel and my body now I am isolating myself from my community I'm doing all of these things because I am in a low vibrational state that has been caused by my lack of faith and so when you have I think a lack of faith in some ways you don't see a positive future right you're thinking about a specific thing that you want to call in but if you don't have faith you don't think oh i'm going to manifest that thing you think it's never going to happen for me i can't have that thing like 
Oh my gosh. And and so you start to wallow, you start to become sad because it's something yes. that you want, but because you have no faith, you don't think you're going to get there. So the spiritual well-being for me is really linked to the faith. When I have faith, when I'm like, I'm manifesting this thing and I know what's going to happen for me. I know that I have this vision for a reason. I know that I'm going to be a sister. I don't know exactly how all the things are going to happen, but I do yeah. know that I'm taking action as a co-creator. I'm taking inspired action. I'm working hard. I'm being consistent. I'm being positive. I'm uplifting others. And I know that I'll be led to the opportunities that are for me. I know that nothing that is for me can go past me. If I'm seeing other people win, that is their time. I can be happy for them. And yeah. my time yeah. is coming as well. That to me is when I'm in my highest vibrational state. Like I actually um, posted a story today on Instagram because we hit one million downloads from my podcast and Ooh. I was so excited yeah I was so excited yeah. and I did a story and I was basically saying how you know like this was something where in this journey I've had times where I wanted to quit where I wanted to just not do it anymore but I, I always kept getting the message of like you need to keep going whether it was from you know I'd have dreams or I'd have people dm me or I'd have friends and family say no 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 like you need to keep going with this thing and I kept going and here we are and I think that for me was just seeing that happen seeing that manifest was huge and it is huge and it's also shown me that all the other things that i envision like all these other things that i want to do with my life that i always felt like oh my god that's such a big dream like is that can i have that i was just shown of course you can have it it is literally yours but you have to keep that faith and you have to keep going so yeah. again it really honestly comes down to faith for me in my experience yeah. That's beautiful. First of all, congratulations for the one million dollars. Thank you. That's amazing. Thank you. <laughs> I, as a podcaster, I know how huge that is. So yeah, so so glad because you put out such amazing messages in the world that it's so great that you got there, and the people Thank are you, so you know learning from that content. Yes. Um, and this I didn't plan on asking this question, but I mm -hmm. I do want to go there. You can you you know you can absolutely tell me that not to like you don't want to answer it. That's fine. Because I never talk about, I'm a religious person, I pray every day, but religion is something I really don't like to talk about. I don't think it has much to do with the kind of person you are. I don't think it's something anybody needs to talk about when it comes to self-improvement. You don't have to be religious for any, mm -hmm. really, any good thing to come into your life. But I'm someone who believes in the power of prayer and believing in a higher power because when things start to go, like spiral out of control in your life, I think prayer is something that can really center you. It can make things, at least it does for me. Is that something like, has that ever been a part of your life? Is that something that you ever feel like that can help people? I, I absolutely do. It's so wild to me because I think a lot of what I see in the spiritual community in terms of the you know the rituals, if you will, or some of the processes that people engage in, um, it's very similar to some religious processes. Now, I will say that I don't consider myself religious because I do feel that when we use that term, I, I truly just don't like labels, but when we use yeah. that label, I think yeah. people have a conception that you're someone who um, goes to church, at least for Christians, goes to church every single Sunday, reads the Bible, things like that. I don't personally do that. And so I, you know, I'm I don't necessarily call myself religious because I don't want to insult someone who does call themselves religious and they engage in those specific things and I don't. Mm -hmm. But I will say that, you know, manifestation 
and Christianity or manifestation in religion and all religions in general, I think are very, very linked and very similar. A lot of the like similar processes, a lot of similar ideas about being a good person, moving through the world, um, all these different things. And the power of prayer, right? If we talk about prayer, what prayer is, it's you speaking to higher power, you sort of um, asking for help, you literally going and being yeah. like, I need help because I can't do this all on my own. It's exactly what I talk about because it's like I say that I'm a co-creator, right? I say that I can't do it all on my own. There are certain things that, yes, I can control, but when it comes to um, random opportunities coming to me, how, who am I to control what brands find me or what people find me or how people find my content? I can't control that, but a higher power can. And so I think yes. the power of prayer is really, really powerful because it goes into when we, you know, similar to manifestation, when people talk about the power of your words, the power of spoken yeah. and written word. And I think prayer is exactly just that, is speaking to that higher power and sort of going there with this humility and this understanding that you are not alone and you need you know that higher power to sort of help in whatever way that higher power is able to and sometimes you know you, you really just I honestly don't think we can do it all on our own I think that's kind of maybe my difference with how I view manifestations from some of the other people I see online I think a lot of people will make it so that it's all about you um, and what you do. But I don't think that's fair because like I said, if you do that and you don't create certain things, you start to think it's your fault versus the way I see it. If I don't manifest certain things, I know that it's God saying there's something better for you or that's yes. not for you. So Absolutely, I do believe yeah. in the power of prayer. Um, for me, I specifically... I like speak to God. I don't necessarily like pray on my knees, but I speak to God like daily. Right. That's of course. kind of like what I do. Um, you know, we have very hilarious conversations, <laughs> um, but that's kind <laughs> yeah. of like how I do it. <laughs> so I just, yeah, because I'm like, I'm like, God, this is because, listen, God is very funny, but I live, that's how I do is like I, I pray in that way. Um, yeah. yeah. So I do believe in the power for it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you've put it in a wonderful way because yes, for me, when I say I'm religious, it just means that I do the fun stuff. Like I celebrate, as a Hindu, I celebrate Diwali. That's a, one of the most fun festivals to me. I yes. pray in the morning. Like I like to start my day with a prayer, letting God know, you know, what's going on, what needs to be done. I, I hope he, he'll show up for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like when I was in depression, I was having, facing like the worst challenge of my life. I, my health was falling apart. My life was falling apart. I needed something because I'm a very independent person. I didn't want to, I did ask for help from my family or any loved one, but so I needed something to lean on, someone who is looking out for me. And I had to, you don't have to really believe in God if you don't want to. You can just believe in the power of universe or the power of positivity even, your power of yeah. your own energy even. Yeah, I, I think that prayer is ritualizing that faith in, a, in, in some benign way, I think. But it's worth a shot because it makes me feel so wonderful. And the way you've put it, it's... It's great. Like it, you have a friend now. You can talk to that friend who's <laughs> yeah. never going to let you down. He's never going to betray you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's why I say like with the rituals and things like that, it's like, you know, I, I don't necessarily, I don't know. 
if I speak to God every single day, but I would say most days, but it just comes natural to me. It's not like I'm, it's not a routine in a way where it's done at a certain time per day for me, but there's also nothing wrong with that if you like that as well. Cause I know for example, for the gym, I go at a certain time per day, every day. Like I don't do the yeah, afternoon yeah. gyms, but I go in the morning, um, things <laughs> like that. But even sometimes like devotionals, I'll read um, devotionals, which I think sometimes they don't necessarily fully resonate with me because of the way they phrase certain things but i'll read devotionals as well when i feel called to i also listen to the joel osteen podcast which is obviously a religious oh, podcast he yes. oh my gosh love him um love his podcast i know some people you know controversial but i personally enjoy the the <laughs> show and the yeah. messages he brings and they're always so spot like oh my gosh i listen to that pretty much every yeah. single morning when I um, get back from the gym, so in the like before, I'll like do my music and dance, and then when I get back, when I'm doing like my shower, getting ready for the day, I listen to podcasts, and typically, ninety five percent of the time, it's his podcast. The other five percent of the time, I listen to like maybe true crime <laughs> or something like that. But I truly love the messages that he shares, and you know, again, going into the power of prayer, the power of um, belief and faith, and just speaking yeah. speaking like what you want into existence but doing so from place of again if you don't manifest that thing it's not that anything is wrong with you it's not that you don't deserve it it's because listen probably something better for you out there and they always say yes. that god's rejection is what is it for your protection right or for yes. redirection so it's like if you don't get that thing there is a reason if if you don't get that job if you if your flight gets canceled if that person breaks up with you if you don't get that car that lease or whatever like it is for a reason and i truly do believe that yeah beautiful that's so beautiful i love that combination of your podcast the joel osteen podcast with true crime that's great <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was like such a good mix such a fun mix yeah <laughs> But yeah, awesome recommendation. Joel Osteen is such like he's such a force. I think force of positivity. Yes. Yeah, like just don't pay attention to anything that feels controversial to you. Just take whatever adds value to your life and ignore the rest. It's okay. I'm sure he would be okay with that too. <laughs> I yeah. I think he would. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Um. So if let me ask you this now, if you were now trying to manifest something something big how would you go about it like right this second if you picked up an idea and you thought to yourself that this is what i want for my life how would you go about it is there like any steps that you would take yeah so i'm manifesting a couple big things i would say um one of which i so i'll, I'll give you a current example uh that's not the love one because i shared that one earlier but so i am manifesting basically I would say like becoming a full-time YouTuber. Like I want to do other things outside of YouTube, but I want to still obviously have my podcast, things like that. But I'm basically manifesting, I would say, becoming a full-time content creator. And that's something that's recently come to me. Like I think I've avoided it for many years. I've known, but I've avoided it, but the message keeps coming through. And so what I've done is the other day I decided to declare this. And I say declare because I think that's a really powerful word. I think sometimes when we want something, we can be like kind of nervous to say it because we're like, if we say it out loud, if we declare it, if we decide, then it's almost like if you don't manifest that thing, if you don't get it, if it doesn't come through, you start to feel a little bit of shame, right? Because it's like, oh my God, I said I wanted this thing and it didn't come or um, I declared this thing and I was so 
yeah about it and then it didn't come through and so you, you feel almost like you're judging yourself other people are judging you yeah. whatever but i do think there's something really powerful about declaring what it is that you yes. want and saying of course this or something better saying that you you know this is what you want like being really um straightforward and sure about it so i declared it i said you know i've never actually said this out loud i've never actually said this in this way that this is a path I'm on, but now I'm declaring it. Um, I then proceeded to upgrade my camera. <laughs> I upgraded my camera because okay. Okay. for me, I think investing in yourself, investing in the vision is really important. Now, this can obviously be a financial investment, but it can also be something as easy and simple as a time investment. So maybe it's something where if you want to be an author, if you're manifesting, you know, becoming an author, writing a book on the best New York Times bestseller list, are you investing time every single day in writing? And if you're not, then why aren't you? Because that is yeah. very clearly and directly aligned with that specific thing. So for me, it was the camera. I was like, I have a great camera, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to invest in this particular camera. I'm going to upgrade my content. Like I'm going to take that step and buy this different thing. So I did that. I also started to take my content calendar seriously. I started to invest in organization, invest my time in planning out and being serious about it. They say, it's like, if you take something seriously, right? Or it's like, if you have a specific vision, right? Mm -hmm. There's a difference between having a vision and being like, I'm going to manifest this thing, but not really doing anything about it. And then being like, I'm going to manifest this thing, but I'm going to like be serious about it and take action. So I would say all of these things I just outlined, the big yeah. thing umbrella that all of this falls under is taking action, figuring out what are some things that you can do that puts you in direct alignment with that goal. Sometimes people come to me and they're like, I want to do this thing, but I don't know what my steps are. Google is your friend. Um, and I say this in the, the kindest way, because honestly, I am always on Google. I'm always on Reddit. I'm always in these random threads figuring things out because I don't know everything. All of the things I've learned, editing, filming, how to record a podcast, how to publish, I literally Googled, <laughs> just Googled and, and read yeah, blogs, too, yeah. right? Yeah, you gotta figure it out. And that's a part of it too, is like, do you really want it? Then you're gonna go Google it and figure it out. So it's like taking action. Asking, you know, Google, what steps do I need to take to publish my, to write a out, book outline, to publish a book, to start a YouTube channel, to whatever, and take the steps. Now, going back to the whole co-creator thing, I do believe that when you start to take the steps, when you have declared this is what you're doing, when you have started to take the steps and become serious, you move with a different type of energy, a different type of you know, vibe, because you are so intentional. You're saying it needs to be this or better. And you will be yeah. rewarded by opportunities coming your way, doors opening, things happening. I will say, I'm gonna try to like sum this story up really quickly, but I will say the other day I had, it was actually uh, two days ago, my uh, external hard drive stopped working. And I shared this story on Instagram where I said, I don't think it's a coincidence at all that I said, I'm going to become a full-time YouTuber. And the minute I upgraded my camera, recorded a video, I went to uh, edit the video, my hard drive stopped working, just stopped working out of nowhere. Right. In that moment, I had two options. I could say, well, it's not for me. Like I tried, you know, this is clearly a sign. It's not supposed to be a thing for me. Or 
I could go buy another hard drive and figure it out. I went yeah. out and bought another hard drive. I was like, this is not going to stop me. I installed the new hard drive. I was doing like a whole bunch of genius bar stuff in my house. I figured it out. Edited the video, published the video. That video is, I would say, the, the video that I'm most proud of on my channel currently. Um, it's, it came out phenomenal. But I will say one of the things is that when you decide and declare and you start to take action... Sometimes things will fall apart. Sometimes things will break. Sometimes things will leave your life. Sometimes, you know, it just goes left. And that's not because it's not meant for you. That's because you may be being put in a position to upgrade. For me, I was being put in a position to upgrade my intro, to upgrade the way I edit because all of my old stuff was on the other hard drive. So when I got a new hard drive, I couldn't rely on the old way I was doing things before. I had to yeah. upgrade everything. And so you might be in a position where things start to crumble because not because it's not for you, but because it is for you, but you need to upgrade. You need to make room for the bigger things that are coming. And the only way you can do that is for certain things to crumble and leave. Yeah, this is awesome. Like something that I do is when I get like hit a bump, I tell myself, oh my God, I must be headed in like a really awesome direction. That's yes. why I'm being challenged. Yeah. So I love something... that. <laughs> like, yeah, I get very, I, I put, I excite myself. Like I tell my body to get excited, tell my mind to get excited. Oh my God, this is clearly something amazing is coming my way. And I got to pay my dues because it's going to be so definitely worth it. Yeah. <sighs> I just got chills. You know, I saw something like that on Twitter <laughs> the other day. Someone said that when when you're getting a blessing that is be, that's so big that it's coming into your life for permanence, right? It, yeah. Sometimes it takes longer. You find more bumps in the road. So when it's taking longer and, you know, sometimes I don't necessarily want to affirm like you have to struggle. Don't always think like you're going to struggle all the time, but you will no, have challenges. You will have not, to overcome yeah. certain things. But there's something beautiful about that period of waiting or that period of having to work a little harder. Remember the slow and steady, you know, story of like yeah. the turtle and the hare? Yeah. Like, listen, that turtle won at the end, okay? That turtle was taking its time and it <laughs> won at the end. But it just shows yeah. you, like you said, like those bumps in the road is because you're being prepared for like permanence. So when you have a goal that's really big, yeah. and I think it's really hard sometimes, especially if anyone listening has any um, business goals or social media goals, it's really hard because sometimes you see people going viral and blowing up. And you're like, oh my God, yeah. why isn't that me? But that hasn't happened to me. And there are times when I'm like, oh my God, I wish like I went viral or whatever. But you do have to remember that, like I said, when you're being prepped for permanence, like I know I'm building a sturdy foundation brick by brick. Yeah. Okay, this isn't yeah. a house that's going up in two days that's going to blow over when the, when the wind comes. It is a house yes. built out of bricks. Yeah, So, absolutely. So yeah. Oh, I love that. I'm going to remember that too. <laughs> yeah. yeah and i think it's like it's one of those good ways of looking at faith as well because then you don't have to force yourself into like this little box where you are forcing yourself to believe something that you just don't really see besides yeah you know that whatever you have to work for it just brings you more joy that's just a fact of life yeah. hard-earned things bring bring us more joy so let's just not forget that yeah 
I was going to ask you like about mindset shifts, but I think you've just answered that uh, question for me that this is how you keep your mind in the right place and you make that shift. I think because constantly our energy would go out of alignment, our belief system would go out of alignment and you just have to recenter, refocus, you have to course correct, you just have to keep I think correcting that. Do you want to add yeah. anything to that because yeah, I would love to know if like you do anything specific to correct your energy or your mindset as and when you feel like you're not in alignment. Yeah, I would just say it really for me is like consistency. So again, if you're having more high vibe days than not, you're in a good place. Like, you know what I mean? Awesome. You're in a good place. Yeah. If you are more consistent with your goals, with whatever you're trying to do than not, you're in a good place. No, not every day. I'm doing yeah. something that I should be doing, right? And and that comes down to, of course, discipline is really important, but also I believe in rest as well. And some days I'm like, I just need to rest. But if you are consistently, you know, course correcting, like you said, consistently um, taking yourself seriously, consistently being intentional, intentionality is huge, intentional about your actions, intentional about your thoughts, then you are in a good place. Like you are truly in a good place. Awesome. That's, that's amazing. Any resources you want to recommend to our listeners so that they can learn more about this and learn more about how you can help them? Yeah. So right now, let's see, I do have two different workbooks on my site right now. One is actually on sale today, but I don't think users are going to get the, the 222 discount today, but I do have a Manifest Your Dream Life workbook. And I think it's probably one of the best resources I offer because it breaks down things like how to script, um, talks about like specifically, I've had a lot of people ask me questions like when you're trying to manifest a certain type of life, like trying to, you know, manifest that next level life for yourself and you're thinking about financial, um, like money, how do you actually think about money from a, a spiritual side of things? Um, it has some resources in, in that workbook for that, how to actually like plan your life out when when we're talking about abundance, um, journal prompts are in there as well. It's like a whole workbook filled with a bunch of different sort of like beginner resources for manifestation and creating that dream life. And then I have another workbook that is a planner. And this one is more so geared towards the person who's like, okay, I want to get a little bit more organized. I have a specific manifestation and I want to understand how to break that into actionable steps and goals in order to reach that. And essentially, the planner walks you through how to set these yearly goals, break them down into monthly, weekly, and then daily in order to create a really consistent plan for yourself. That is something that's easy to follow um, and doesn't necessarily make you feel very boxed in because I love a good planner, but I also want to be able to edit things and you know go with the flow in some type of way. So those are the two um, workbooks I offer. I'm probably also going to come out with a, another workbook soon, and I'm also writing a book, but that will not <laughs> be out for like another year or so. So oh, um, yeah, but in terms of any other free resources i also have my instagram of course um my youtube channel and then i'm trying to post more consistently on tiktok so yeah okay i will make sure to share all of those resources and my last question that i ask all my guests is if you were only allowed to give one advice to your listeners and your followers what would that one piece of advice be 
So I'm going to bring it right back to what we were saying at the very start of this podcast, uh, talking about rituals, and that would be to create whatever plan or whatever spiritual practice works for you. Um, This is very, very personal. This is something where the more that you are in love with your process, the more that you are in love with the way that you go about it, the more that you are actually going to find results in terms of manifestation, in terms of staying high vibe, in terms of creating the life that you love don't necessarily feel that you have to do what someone else did because they are talking about you know 10k months and all these followers and and blowing up overnight like just because that's their path and that's what they did doesn't mean that you have to do the exact same thing to get what is meant for you That was the amazing DeAndre Nicolette. If you want to know more about our guest or if you want to explore the resources mentioned during the episode, the links will be in the episode description. If you want to dive into similar content, you can find it on my website, kratimhera.com. Now, if you enjoyed today's episode, please do rate and review the show on iTunes and share the episode on Instagram. Remember to tag me at mehra.krati so that I can thank you for your appreciation. I hope you enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I enjoyed creating it. Now, I'll be back next week. Till then, please do take care of yourself.